If Fox. I'm not a hustler, then what, what do you, you call, call that, that bro? Hey, them boys say, that boy's turned on that Jeezy. That boy say, give me my scale and my phone. All I need is four zones, baby. That's what they said. I said, man, them boys got the trapping, trapping. Them yeah. boys put on, put on for the city. You talking about yeah. put on? Them boys took on the city of Tulsa, bro. Now, y'all, bro, you remember when we said uh, about the fire ordinance? Yeah, 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 yeah. They was trying to finesse them out the land. Right. If yep. it wasn't for Spears, Franklin, and Chappelle, they the one that got the fire ordinance overturned. Exactly. So exactly. people kept their prop. Them boys put on Man. for North Tulsa, baby. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey, man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now we breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now, reading is fundamental. This is the Literacy Kings podcast, man. We're back with another episode. We are still in our book, Black Wall Street, From Ride to Renaissance. And today is episode five. And we're going to be talking about the regeneration. We went through the roots. Uh, we went through the riot. And now we're going to go through the regeneration. Um, a lot of times when you hear the story, it just ends at the riot. But turns out it's a lot more, a lot of stuff that I didn't know, Jay didn't know uh, until we actually read the book. So if you think the ride is the end, it's not by far. Uh, but before we get into the episode, Jay, how you feeling? I'm feeling like teaching reading, man. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, reading is fundamental. You know, you learn about prefixes in school and the prefix re means again. Mm. Mm. So to the regenerate something, I mean to generate it again. again. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know that's what I'm good. Saying? The, the bounce back game. Yeah, that's good. You know what I'm that's saying? The, the snap back, if you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that Greenwood <laughs> snap back was something serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So the um um the author opens up, he says, the riot for all its horrors triggered a regeneration, a phenomenal display of courage and character among Tulsa's uh, beguiled African-American citizens. So, okay, the riot happened. We know about the riot happening. Uh, everything destroyed. They intense. Um, people didn't, some people didn't ran off. Um, <laughs> you know, other people are just working for change working for 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 pennies man, scrapping, uh, man. scraps you man. know just to get by and so the so the question is now what okay what 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 where do we go from here now what um and so one of the the culprits in the 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 inciting the riot we talked about was the Tulsa Tribune, mm-hmm. and they they helped incite it, and then they um they they threw gas on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, the day of, the day after, and then after the riot and and the the smoke cleared, they kept it going. You know what I'm saying? They had a whole write up, had a whole article, and it was a uh, it must not be again. And they did this whole layout 
talking about quote nigger town and how it was full of drugs and prostitutes <laughs> and bad on, bad niggers and uh, uh, gambling and uh, like it was just um, Sodom you know what I'm saying they did this full uh, they attacked the mayor you know what I'm saying? They they attack other um, officials. You know what I'm saying? The police uh, commissioner. They they went full out on basically trying to rally the other people, the other citizens in Tulsa, to fight against the African American community regeneration, rebuilding it all. It must never be allowed mm-hmm. in Tulsa again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. That media opposition is crazy. Right. Right. Like, cause like you said, they are they responsible for the riot. They are. If you're looking for a cause of the riot, it's the Tulsa Tribune. Right. Right. Tulsa Tribune. Right. Like, that's the cause of they're the cause. The media, man. Yeah. Is the cause of the riot, bro. Yeah. And that's why we keep talking about it because we know they trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even... <laughs> Tulsa Tribune's trash. Like, we know about... But we keep hammering it because the media is powerful, man, dog. I'm telling you, man. It's powerful, and it's not... They ain't new to it. They true to it. You know what I'm saying? It's some... It's some... Uh, uh, some of the people that work the Tulsa Tribune, they great-grandkids is running Fox News. You man, know what I'm saying? On, Whether it's spirit of, or, 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 or flesh. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like... It, so it's not new you feel me man some of the same tactics the the spin yeah. the spin game is real like um just i'm gonna just whip this and, and put it out how i feel like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they got that built-in distribution to their people that those people want to hear what they're saying anyway they've they've groomed their audience right to right. want certain Content anyway, right, right? So when you send them a good package, they own it. They own it. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're yeah. gonna turn up. We're coming to get yeah. that boy immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know. So that's why I keep talking about it. So Tulsa Tribune, they doing what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it don't it don't matter. So one of and he spent a lot of time on 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 this in the book. Like I'm telling y'all. We only covering a fraction of the book. Man. <laughs> like Man. One eighth. <laughs> we covering a small <laughs> fraction of the book. But so he say, okay, you know, the ride happened, but uh black the black community, African American community, they like you know, we gonna bounce back. And he talk about in the regeneration chapter some of the pillars of that bounce back. And one of the pillars was the church. Mm. He spent a lot of time mm. talking about how the church uh, was a big pillar. He talks about three in particular um, churches uh, being, I mean, prayer, refuge, um, faith, housing, and, and the different the different aspects. Because he says that you know basically it took something deeper. It took a faith. Like they could burn down the buildings. They could, they could knock down the buildings, but they right. couldn't burn down and knock down the faith. Like what, what they believed. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't see this. I didn't see this chapter headed this way. Cause he put a lot of emphasis yeah. on the church. I, <clears throat> well, as I was reading about the three main churches, um, I saw what he said in the paragraphs before he went into it. He said, um, basically, like, the cooperation Mm. of that community paid off again for them. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It paid another big dividend for them cooperation. Um, we had to cooperate. We had no other choice. That like that was mm-hmm. the lady was saying, mm-hmm. right? You gotta think, man. They burned down your whole hood. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. No loans. Mm-hmm. Insurance mm-hmm. playing games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got riot clauses all mm-hmm. in the insurance. Um, oh, you can't prove that the city or the state was negligent. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, ain't nobody getting no insurance. Even if you had an insurance policy, you ain't getting it. You they ain't saying getting it's, it. Yeah. it's void mm-hmm. and everything. And what you going to do? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I see that not only in the businesses, but you see it in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And then he just went on a, a good run about talking about how the church uh, was the pillar of that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the first ones he talks about, he talks about Mount Zion and church. And, um, you know, get the book. Make sure you hit the show notes. You can get the book to, you know, read the in-depth write-up on it. But basically, man, Mount Zion, a couple days after, you know, uh, the riot, you know, they, because uh, they, they were one of the churches that fake news was spreading about. Man, come on, man. Talking about... Oh, this where basically this they, is a this war the stash. room. Yeah, yeah that's what a stash. stash. They got guns and, <laughs> and 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 uh bombs and you know what I'm saying. Mm. That's 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 the war room. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's where they plotting. Where they finna? Oh, let's burn it down. You know what I'm saying. Yep. So, you know, that was Mount Zion, one of the biggest churches. And uh, man, it they they wasn't doing no tripping. A couple days after that, members got together. It said most of the members stayed too. You know what I'm saying? Most of the members stayed. They got together. They start going through the rubble. You know what I'm saying? Praying, trying to get together, you know, uh, to rebuild. And so here's the cold point. Like, they had a loan. You, you know, remember they had their loan. They had a $92,000 loan that they got in April. In remember, April. the riot was the end of May. Man. First day Dang. of June, they got a $92,000 loan opened mm-hmm. April 4th, mm-hmm. 1921. Mm-hmm. To own a building that burned down in the riot May 31st of June 1st of 1921, bro. bro and, and, then, and said, we refuse to declare bankruptcy and we refuse to run off on the plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you know uh, what, what Jay-Z said, uh, I drove by the fork in the road and went, went straight. straight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly what they yeah. did. You could have, they could have easily laid down. Mm-hmm. Them bankruptcy would have let them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They was like, nah, we're we not going to do that. We ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to pay it back. They, The pastors took on the stress mm-hmm. of that. They took on that. You know, they was constant. The pastors was falling ill mm-hmm. because of stress, man. Mm-hmm. They would resign, mm-hmm. then they'd get a new pastor and all of that, man. But they just kept fighting, man. And while I was reading that point, man, I ain't gonna lie, that, uh, that Lauren Hill song, Zion. Yeah, Zion? whole other meaning, right? Bro, I'm telling whole you, man. Meaning. Whole like, and I was meaning. hearing it in my house, like, man. Whole meaning. Yeah. The um, so the Time magazine, the Times magazine. So this was in twenty in, in, in twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. So it took Mount Zion because they went through different highs and lows. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. of being of getting raising money, having to expand, getting new you know new blueprints. Uh, you know, uh, f- different fundraising tactics. And remember they had the white elephant. Yeah, <laughs> they had a uh, little fundraising thing they called. 
white the elephant, elephant. With, so, with the brown spots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, they they had the elephant, and he was all white to represent the debt. And then every time they made so much money, they could cover it up with the brown. And once the elephant was all brown, you know what I mean? Then that debt had been repaid or whatever. So. Uh, you mean tell me the building fund work? The man. building fund, the man. Building fund That's work, the OG man. building fund oh, right there, man. man. The building fund, they ain't scratch out the deacon, ain't burn off and went to Vegas with the with the building fund, money, man. Ain't play, you know, I ain't playing them games. Yeah, the bro. building fund work, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but hey, but look though. In 1942, mm-hmm. they repaid that mortgage. Mm-hmm. Right, so they took out 92k in 21, like. A month and some change, like two months right before the ride. Burnt down two months in of a ninety-two thousand dollar loan in nineteen twenty-one's money. Bro, in forty by forty-two, twenty-one years later, they had repaid the mortgage. The times, the times did end up doing a write up. I'm gonna I'm read this mug because it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna do overview, it justice. Right? Yeah. Say one spring night in 1921, flames completely destroyed the new $92,000 Mount Zion Baptist Church. It had taken the church's 600 members seven years to finance and build their first church. There was an out. The uh, congregation could go into bankruptcy, default on the debt, and start over, but they decided to pay. First, money was raised for a brick uh, dirt floor basement. Started from the bottom, bro. Literally. It, it would be foundation it would be the foundation of the new church building. It took 21 years, not until November 23rd, 1942. The 236-pound uh, pulpit filling. Reverend J. H. Dotson. Mm-hmm. Promptly started a building fund. He installed three small boxes near the door for contributions. The plan worked well. After that, bit by bit, still paying as they go, my Mount Zion members will will complete their uh, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar building, uh, a monument um, to patience and perseverance, and a quiet Christian rebuke to racial intolerance. That's beautiful. Man, so later on, it goes down to say that them boys actually bounced back with a 300K mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. in 1952. Mm-hmm. A 300K building, bro. Mm-hmm. And they added a nursery, they added all kind of stuff. The boys' bounce back game was serious. Bro, I promise, dog. <laughs> I promise, man. Reading this, dog. When you read this, and you just realize what's in you, bro. Boy. What's in it you, It came bro? out of him, too. That, that monster it, came out. Boy, I mean, that hustler. You feel what I'm saying? Hey. Like, that's a real thing. Even in the like, church, they grinding, man. Yeah. Hey, finna, we finna stack it up. We finna run the numbers up and get out of this situation, Gotta man. Get, and have to give it time. Man. Hey, and they went through a lot of changes in them 20 years. They went through different reverends, different, different, you know, um, members, mm-hmm. different. They went through different changes. And then other stuff that came along. I don't know if it was them with one of the other churches don't matter. The point's still the same. Remember, um, they had uh, two of their members was architects from Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Was that them? I don't know if it was them or one of the other churches. Um, I think that was Vernal Ver- uh, Vernon, Vernon Chapel, Vernon Chapel, yeah. the AME joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so like uh, one of the other churches, two of the members were architects from Tuskegee. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so it just show how God have a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. That's God was the master architect. 
Say, man, I run around this. Uh, <laughs> don't do the shout. Don't you shout up in here, lap, man. <laughs> I take a lap around this desk right here, yeah, bro. man. For real, for real. You just can't. Yeah. Because, dog, when you looking at it in that short frame, you know, we we break down bills, we build up coaches. So, when you looking at it in the short frame, you can't necessarily see the build up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you sit back and you look at it expanded, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you can put one, two, five, ten, they put 21 years on it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And now it's not just a building, it's a legacy, it's a it's a monument, it's a mm -hmm. it's a old, you know what I'm saying? It's it's powerful, bro. It's powerful. Um Mount Vernon. That so that was that was the next one. The next one, yeah. Man. Hey yeah. man, these churches, hey. You know how everybody be lying talking about they you standing on holy ground. All these churches ain't holy ground. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But these three, Mount Zion and Vernon Chapel AME and First Baptist, yeah. they was really holy ground, bro. Yeah, yeah, based yeah. on what really, really happened there, bro, yeah. and how the Lord just worked yeah. with them. Yeah. They ain't got no choice but to call them holy ground, but you're gonna see. Go ahead. Go, yeah, to, yeah. go to Vernon. So Mount Vernon um is AME, American uh Methodist, Methodist Episcopal, Episcopal uh church. And so um so Mount Vernon was uh part of the ride as well. Yeah, it burned um, down. It burned down too. Mm -hmm. The only one that was spared was First Baptist. Mm -hmm. We're we'll, gonna get to we'll where we'll say why. Yeah, we're gonna tell you why later. <laughs> yeah, uh uh Mount Ver Mount Vernon um Got it too. Now, I'm not sure the exact exact uh, correlation or how how it works denomination wise, but wasn't Denmark Vesey? Wasn't he like uh, one of the one of the me and the spearhead the AME? Um, the American um, Methodist, Methodist Episcopal. Episcopal. I think Denmark yes. Vesey mm -hmm. had had some. You know, he was one of the ones to spearhead that. About ninety something percent sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So. I look it up. Uh, I look it up and correct myself if I'm wrong. But Denmark Vesey, we talked about him briefly. Like we know about Nat Turner and you know the, re the revolts, but uh, Denmark Vesey was one of them OG OGs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who who went out um, because uh, of the level of what they call his conspiracy to free his people. You know what I'm saying? So he's an OG with it. But anyway, um, so peep it. So Mount Vernon burned down. Mm -hmm. It says they membership, uh, by 1922, it was 216. Uh, by 1925, it was 400. Uh, it was 400 mem members, uh, kept growing, kept grinding, kept, uh, rebuilding. And by 1940, it was all the way up to 800 members uh and by 1945 they had completely got rid of all of the debt that they owe from rebuilding what had already been burnt down uh you know just coming from the bottom with it yeah man okay so let's go into the because this ain't no this ain't nothing to browse over mm -hmm. not not mm -hmm. vernon chavay and me so it burned down in the right right mm -hmm. so Instantly, the members raised thirty one hundred dollars. Right, 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 right. In nineteen twenty one. Right, right. <laughs> right. Keep yeah, that in yeah, the yeah. Instantly, now you, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't, they ain't wait till you was finna get ready to leave and say, "Oh, we got one more offering." Right, 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 you know right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. This is special. Offer. Nah, yeah. they ain't do nothing. They uh, come out your pocket right now. Let's get instantly thirty one hundred dollars in yeah. nineteen twenty one. Right, um. 
I don't even got the conversion on that. How much? You, how much you said? Twenty-one, uh, thirty-one hundred dollars in nineteen twenty-one. Thirty-one hundred. Yeah. So basically, they rebuilt the basement of the church. Right. Right. That's right. And then right, they got right. some. They just got some furniture, and they just furnished the basement of the church. Right. And let That's me tell you right. something. I respect. The pastor lived there. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, pastor yeah. lived there. He ain't say no. I'm man, living my raps. Nah, he living yeah, his raps. I'm living my raps. He in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's deeper than rap yeah. for him. You know what I'm saying? Forty one k at thirty one hundred is forty one k in uh, today's time. Oh, in today's money is forty one thousand dollars instant on top. Uh, yep. where it's at? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come out your pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so they rebuilt the basement. They furnished it instantly. The pastor started living there. Now, I'm a bad courier because he told a membership number. In 1908, mm. they only had 71 members. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1922, that 71 had went up to 216. In 1925, only three years later, that 216 went to 400. Mm. So you got to think, 21 was the riot. Right. 22 they had 216 by 25 they had 400 and then crazy, bro. by 1940 they had doubled that to 800 crazy bro you know what I'm saying yeah. they out here looking like Tesla yeah. stock bro <laughs> and, they doing, and they doing this in the midst of cause we ain't even talking about the fact that after the riot, while they rebuilding, the depression is finna hit too. Oh yeah, you know we're gonna, we're gonna get to that. Like, <laughs> but they still going. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna. We're not gonna talk about talk about how. Oh, we are gonna talk about how. It was a struggle just to keep your land. Yeah. Your land. Your land. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna go after we explain the churches, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. go more into that. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in 1818, Denmark Vesey was one of the founders of an independent American, excuse me, African Methodist Episcopal mm-hmm. Church. Um, and, um, and it confirmed that, yeah, he, uh, it was in three years later, uh, excuse me, four years later, um, when, um, he was executed, um, for being the leader of I'm air quoting if you're not watching video The Rising he was one of the great African American leaders so uh, Mount, uh, Mount Vernon had that that uh, that spirit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying in, in him for real for real uh, Mount uh, Vernon had a lot of cash a lot of labor and a lot of materials that was donated to them too mm-hmm. like that was a cheat code mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then they got the mortgage for the rest right right right, right so right. it helped like accelerate it you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the thing that we see all throughout the book is it's never done alone. No, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No. It's never. Like they said, the first paragraph for regeneration, cooperation paid off again. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Cooperation. Message, uh, minority uh, <laughs> yeah. groups. Message. Yeah. yeah. Cooperation yeah. paid off again. Yeah. I really I really love that quote, man. That, um, you know, basically, it don't, Anybody can be successful if you don't mind who gets the credit. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're not concerned about that, then you can get it. Um, and, and I think that was a big thing with them. It was bigger than me or you shining. It was about survival for us. With no options. This is what we got to do. 
you know mm-hmm. but and i feel like that's part of the reason why today is it's tough to get another black wall street because of the options but we're gonna we're gonna get into that later <laughs> yeah, too yeah, no i think that. that um they knew inherited the well, they knew it was evident to them that if 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 they take you out it's no doubt that i'm next facts facts whereas opposed to nowadays you can get took out and it the person in AC don't have no yeah it's yeah. like yeah I ain't it's like that's yeah. that's him that's they ain't got him. nothing that's to do situation. with me yeah 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 you see what I'm saying whereas they knew for sure for sure they targeting him I'm on their radar too and I'm probably next cause we say in just in the riot uh a negro was a negro that day right like that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doctor, no lawyer, no crew. Yeah, I ain't gonna never forget that phrase. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of my life when yeah. I read that. Because it just hit it hit hard, bro. Yeah, it was real. Yeah. Um, so the third the third uh church pillar was oh, uh oh yeah, more on last thing. The pastor mm-hmm. from Vernon Chapel AME mm-hmm, mm-hmm. eventually became a state representative. Right for for the state of Oklahoma, Oklahoma too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. know them boys upgrade for real. Them boys yeah. came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just want to throw that in yeah, too. Not as good. That's good. Um. So yeah. So the third church was First Baptist. Um. So First Baptist was not affected by the riot. Uh, they were not burned down uh, or nothing like that. And they were the only, according to the book. You know, it was the only church of its magnitude that that had no fire damage or nothing. Twenty three churches burned down, just so just so you know. Yeah, and this one was unscathed. And the reason why is because the rioters thought it was a white church. <laughs> First Baptist uh, was built right on the border of, that of the white district, yeah. the white district from the yeah. black district. And they thought that it was a white church, so it was left alone. Now, members still went through it like everybody else. They right. were still, you know, black people in the midst of the riot slash massacre. But the church uh, itself was actually left unscathed. Right. Um. Interesting enough. Um. First Baptist was the church that had the longest history. As mm. well, uh, it was started in 1899. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oldest uh, African American church in Tulsa. Dope. Even to this day. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in the church world. Like when you plant it, they, they had other um, church come from up under, mm. come from out of. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Split out. Yeah, so the, they uh, would have splits. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they plant that. They would plant other churches out of it, right? Mm. Uh, so multiple church splits, right? And it led to the rise of new churches, mm, right? Yeah. So um, Zion came, came from, from First Baptist, First Baptist yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. one of the ones that came out yeah. of a, out of a split. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then you know that DNA just going. You know what I'm saying? They some go getters. Like that's just what it is. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It was probably too much ambition under. First Baptist, yeah. To where they had to, you know what? You know, yeah. I can't. It's too many hustlers in here. We can't yeah. contain. Can't <laughs> contain it. Block, like man. we got growth. Man. You, you know what I'm saying? Block. Yeah, That's yeah, what it yeah. is, man. They gone franchise, man. Because you can. <laughs> yeah. Everybody can't uh, be under this one. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
bro, they had a $60,000 building mm. in 1918, bro. Mm. That's amazing, bro. $60,000 building in 1918. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three years before the riot. That's crazy, dog. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Um... So they wasn't that far into the mortgage mm-hmm. when the riot happened. They mm-hmm. was only three years in. Mm-hmm. Right? It's two and a half because the riot happened halfway through 1921. Mm-hmm. So it was two and a half years in on the mortgage, right? But the church was still free and clear by 1934. Hard. So and 13 years later, the church, despite the riot, despite all of that. Um, despite their members being affected, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they had to start all over, that would happen when black people when they go to church and their money get low. Say, hey, Pastor Man, I ain't got I ain't it, man. I ain't gonna let you. No, they gonna pass the collection. You know what I used to do? I used to, when they pass the collection plan, I used to fake like I dropped something in and keep it and pass it to the I, next I, person I, I so nobody to, see that I ain't. I don't want Sister Johnson judging me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got it today. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he better not ask for another special offering either. <laughs> you know, walking up out of here. Boy, he passed his plate around one more time. One he gonna come time. up shop. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So, uh, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. Rioters mistaked it for a white church, which is the only reason why it was spared. Yeah, man. Right. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, um, before we move on, man. I feel like, I feel like, when it comes, like the reason, like him making. This this chapter about regeneration and opening and starting with the with the church, I feel like it's powerful. I feel like when you come from where we come from, you gotta have a deeper belief in something other than what you see around you. You know what I'm saying? Because what you see around you is nowhere near indicative of what you're capable of mm. or what your future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? You, you 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 might not see people that look like you doing what you want to do, going where mm-hmm. you want to go, living where you want to live or living, period. You feel what I'm right. saying? So I feel like regardless to where, whatever you believe in, when you're from where we're from, you got to walk by faith and not by sight. You got to believe that the plans that, that God has for you or for your good and for the prosper prosper you, give you a hope, give you a future. If you don't believe that, then I'm not sure what you can draw on that's going to propel you where you need to go because everything around you is trying to kill you. If you walking by sight, all you gonna see is destruction. That's it, bro. So you gonna yeah, if you in that's the hood it. where we was from, you, you gonna all you gonna see is destruction. So if you walking by sight. You're, so all you got is I need to give me another pistol if For I'm real? walking by you sight. Better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. With an extendo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You feel me? So, it, so faith is because in our community, really everywhere. You feel me? But we're gonna speak about us and our people. That church man. You know, we from the South, so it's the Bible. Come on, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you you know, you got different people, you got different ways they go about it. You know what I mean? Some people with it, some people ain't. Oh, the pastor be stealing money, he be doing this, they be doing that, the church is this, the church is that, or whatever. Um, and that's whatever. We ain't here to debate that. But what I believe firmly, and I never heard an argument against, is everybody, in my opinion, needs a little faith. You feel me? Right. Say, man, but when you from where we from, 
I don't know how you can make it out if you're not believing in something greater than yourself, dog. So I just think that this was a beautiful way to talk about the regeneration, it being grounded in faith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I would go on a limb and say in Greenwood, it was just like the hood when it comes in terms of how you deal with um disappointment how you deal with devastation Mm -hmm. you normally got two types of people you normally have the people that's standing on faith i'm trusting in god i'm I'm gonna keep hustling i'm gonna keep grinding till i get out of this situation and you guys are people that kind of just like go numb to everything Mm -hmm. and i think the leadership in greenwood made it to where that i'm pretty sure there was some doubters i'm pretty sure there was some people always that yeah you know, oh man, it's gonna forever be like that. See, yeah. I don't know why y'all built that in the first mm-hmm. place. They ain't gonna do mm-hmm. nothing, turn around and burn it down. Mm-hmm. You see <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can't come on, yeah, man. You know yeah. that's, something. That's, that's, that's biblical. That's from the that's so, from the, the, the beginning, beginning. You the know they the leadership in Greenwood yeah. made yeah. it to where the leadership was so strong that it, it drowned out the noise of all them people. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. So, and and then when you see all these other people marching, you're going to benefit from them marching. Mm-hmm. So whether you decide to march or not, it don't really matter. Exactly. Because you're going to benefit from the work that they put in. Exactly. And, and you know, um, you know, power, power and progression is going to always um, override weak stagnation. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Weak stagnation is going to get on board with power and yeah. progression every yeah. time. So you just got to stay the course. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, now, speaking of power and progression, bro, let's talk about the three kings, dog. The lawyers. Say, man. Damn, boy. Hey, man. Let's talk about Spears, Woo! Franklin, Chapp- and Chappelle. And Chappelle, man. man. Woo! Them boys like young Jay with the NBA out there. Them boys, them boys was hustling, hustling. Hey, them boys was hustling, hustling. Well, before we move on, let me say this last thing about First Baptist. Yeah. First Baptist, bro, in 1953, they bought another $305,000 building. Really? $305K, bro. And guess when they paid it off? Ask me when. When they paid it. They bought it in 1953. Uh huh. They paid it off in 1957. Hard, hard. Them boys ran off 305k <laughs> like in four that. years. Yeah, bro. like that, like that. But like, like the book said, by 1922, more than half of the destroyed churches reopened. Right. So like in less than six months, bro, the ride was in June of 21. Right. They say by 22, more than half of the destroyed churches opened back up again. Oh, it so, don't even seem real, dog. Man, like, it don't even you, seem like it's possible, but it happened. It really did. You know what I'm saying? It really did happen, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, back, let, let's get to the hustlers. Say, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I had to turn that Jay Z on, man. When I, <laughs> man. Hey, man. Uh, Spears, Franklin, and Chappelle, man. Say. Hey, if y'all got any, if y'all descendants listen to this, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Go turn on Renegade. <laughs> With Jay Z and Eminem on the Blueprint album, man, yeah, yeah. and go listen to that second verse, not the first verse. That second verse when Jay say, "I had to hustle my back to the wall, ashy, ashy knuckles. knuckles, pockets filled with a lot of lint, not a cent, huh. got a vent, 
lot of innocent lives lost on the project bench. Mm. What they hollering? Gotta pay rent. Bring dollars in. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, man. Look, man. Them boys pitched the tent. Say, got to hustling. If man. I'm not a hustler, then what, what do you, you call, call that? that man? Look, man. Spears, Woo. Franklin, and Chappelle. They uh lawyers. After the riot, they pinched the tent and called it their law office. Man. You know what I'm saying? So pitch in the book. Wait, wait, don't oh. give, give them justice. Do them right. What's that? What's that? The law firm wasn't in existence before the riot. Correct. It Correct. formed after, the, after riot. the riot. But keep going. As it was after the riot, they pitched they pitched the tent right and said and started trapping out the tent. Man, now the riot happened in June, right? In in May, end of May, right? End of May, first day of June. They went ahead, pinched the tent, and started going, right? Now, it's I want to read this directly. Please do Let it me justice. read this directly. Let Please me read. I, I want to read this directly. All right. These three men spent countless hours tending not just to the legal needs of the riot victims, but to some of their spiritual needs as well. Mm-hmm. Spears, Franklin, and Chappelle lodged more than four million. Mm. M's in claims against the city of Tulsa and various insurance companies for property damage arising out of the riot. The firm counseled, consoled, and comforted literally thousands of dazed riot victims, advised prominent African-American organizations throughout the country of the catastrophic devastation in Tulsa's Greenwood District and made an urgent uh, nationwide appeal for assistance. Look, 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 look. In November of 1921, Spears, Franklin, and Chappelle moved from his modest tent office into a permanent office located at 107 and a half North Greenwood on the second floor of the Howard building. If, if, I ain't, if, if I, I'm not a hustler then what, what do you call, call that, that bro? Hey them boys say that boys turned on that Jesus that boy say give me my scale and my phone. All I need is four zones baby. That's what they said. I said, man, them boys got the trapping, trapping. Them yeah. boys put on, put on for the city. You talking about yeah. put on? Them boys took on the city of Tulsa, bro. Now, y'all, bro, you remember when we said uh, about the fire ordinance? Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. They was trying to finesse them out the land, right? If yep. it wasn't for Spears, Franklin, and Chappelle, they the one that got the fire ordinance overturned. Exactly. So exactly. people kept their prop. Them boys put on Man. for North Tulsa, baby. Bruh. Bruh. They got a picture. Y'all got to see the picture on video. We're going to show this. If not, hit the show notes and y'all look at the video. They got a picture of these boys in the tent. You know what I'm saying? Getting to it, Say, baby. man. Books stack r- racks of books. You know what I mean? In the tent making it happen, dog. I mean, it's just... Bro, it's saying it's say they welcomed all people. The only exception was give them the motto, man. They would not tolerate self pity. No, we got no tolerance of self pity. We ain't feeling sorry for ourselves. We finna get back to hustling, man. God dang, man. Give me a couple of O's, drop me off at the stove, (laughs) and I'm straight. (laughs) Bro, it was powerful, dog. It was powerful. Um, so we talked about the 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 um. Talked about Spears, uh, Spears uh, Franklin, and Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then it was uh also it says uh uh Spears Franklin and Chappelle Law Firm, a determined group of African American entrepreneurs, vowed to fight hate with the hope of devastation, uh, with uh, with hope, um, uh, and destruction with, with devastation yeah. through their vigilant efforts and clarity of vision. I love that part. That's mm-hmm. why I'm reading this. Clarity of vision. It's a book called uh, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And he talk Napoleon about clarity, Hill. Napoleon Hill. He talk a lot about clarity of your vision. Write it down. Make it plain. Um, uh, much of Greenwood District underwent massive reconstruction in 1922. The rebuilding was a textbook lesson in self-help. Say, man. Fight? No, uh, you, you went past it. Let me slow it down. Let me screw it. Because we're from Houston. Let me screw it. He said, uh, fight hate mm-hmm. with hope. Mm-hmm. Fight destruction with dedication. Mm. If Nip ain't copying, you know what I'm saying? If Nip didn't get that <laughs> dedication, yeah, hard yeah, work yeah, plus yeah. patience. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, you gonna make me turn up. Man. <laughs> make me turn up, man. <laughs> man. So, um, do you want you got anything more about them before we move on? Nah, man. Them boys uh, inspired me. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna put that picture on my wall, man. Say, bro. Boys hustling, hustling. Say. Um, so from there, so from there, what happens is we start getting into Greenwood being rebuilt. Mm-hmm. You know, Green Greenwood starts to to get rebuilt. We lay the foundation for the church, and we talk about the um about the the lawyers, and then other uh, business entrepreneurs, yeah, yep. entrepreneurs and business businesses are getting together and forming organizations mm-hmm. for it to be uh, re- rebuilt. So it says, uh, Tulsa's African-American community, the re- re- the rebuilding began uh, even as the ashes flickered. By 1922, the rebuilding of Deep Greenwood was well uh, underway. More than half of the destroyed churches began to hold worship service again. Mm-hmm. More than 80 businesses in the Greenwood district uh, reopened. In six months, boys put up 80 businesses again. Crazy, bro. In six months, bro. Crazy. Boy, say, ain't yeah. gonna keep us down. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um, and so, uh, even it was a, what was a, yeah, the urban, who I want to get his name exactly. Um, George W. Buckner, a special representative of the National Urban League, he wrote an article called "The Second View of," it's called "Second View of City of Ruins." And in the article, he basically just goes through and he like can't believe his eyes. Basically, that's what the article's saying. He's like saying where, you know, it was ashes and 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 torch buildings and, you know, uh, frames and shells of what used to be. He's he's talking about after the we building started and after businesses started to come back after the regeneration or doing it. He's saying how uh, he say the form uh the form uh, residential sections which, yeah, yeah the former residential sections which reassembled a camp uh, of soldiers in war have been covered uh, have been covered with tents and impoverished shacks are now being rapidly replaced by more substantial homes um, but very few of the tents furnished by the Red Cross now remain well 
part of the reason why you don't see them tens no more. You got people like Sam and, and Lucy Mackey. Boys, mortgage they uh mm-hmm. they building. They was entrepreneurs in Greenwood. They mortgage they building to the Oklahoma uh um building and loans company, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, they got a mortgage and then they flipped it. They turned around and built a all new red brick fireproof home. Hard. The first of their kind. And check this out, bro. That was in 22. Them boys paid off the mortgage in 1930. Bruh. That's Them great. Boys turned That's around. Ten years. games. Stupid. Yeah. Man. You ten know what I'm years. saying? You got, you remember your boy, uh, uh, Dr. Jackson? The yeah. One, the surgeon yeah, that got yeah, killed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother was a lawyer. Mm-hmm, his mm-hmm, office mm-hmm. got burnt down. Uh, they burned down his law office in a riot. Mm-hmm. That boy bounced back, rebuilt his burned down office, and continued to practice mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. got Dr. Dr. Uh, Lynn Scott. Let me, let me tell you about this dude. <laughs> now, normally a doctor's supposed to have one right. specialty, right? Yeah, he was uh acrobat. This boy Flip was uh, yeah. what's that boy Slash from uh, from the Steelers? That boy Cordell Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This boy Cordell Stewart, yeah. uh, the doctors, dog. This boy was ear, nose, and throat. Yeah, this boy was a gynecologist, yeah. an obstetricianist. <laughs> this boy, I, I like. I'm like, well, I thought you were supposed yeah. to have one specialist. Yeah, boy, like, nah, baby, just bring him in. Oh, you need help too? <laughs> bring him all in, baby. We need. We, I got yeah. you. I got you. Sit right there in that chair, fam. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, and made it shake too, man. I'm telling you, man. Well, like by any means, whatever it take, man. Yeah, yeah, and made it shake. <laughs> yeah, and so you got people like that. That's that's them. The stories inside the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just getting it in, just helping the whole hood just come back up. Yeah, yeah, and it and it, it talked. Uh, I don't know if you have something before this, but you know, it's talking about how the the war, how the the war that would come in um, different instances where things would happen and Greenwood would be able to use them for their benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, like how um, when the war came that, you know, they were able, Tulsa was able to supply um, different things. Tulsa's industrial, so Mm -hmm. anytime Mm -hmm. something like that gonna happen, they gonna capitalize off the submarket. The only thing I had before that was the Great Depression. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's get into that. Just real quick, Mm -hmm. uh, Greenwood prospered Mm -hmm. During the Great Depression, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So it didn't surprise me. I'm like, you know, some people like, oh, you know, 1929, mm-hmm. like late 20s, uh, early 30s, depression. People back then, people committing suicide. They were jumping out of buildings, stock mm-hmm, market crashed, all mm-hmm, that. Say mm-hmm. Greenwood prospered during the Great Depression, right? Don't don't even be confused. Why? Yeah. Look at look at what they've been going through, dog. This new, it's like, it's, that's new to y'all. You know like, what I'm saying? This ain't new to Bro, um, bro, minority communities, bro, blacks, Latino, bro. A lot of people live their current state of Same living man. in a depression. Same if, man. if you look up the definition Same man. of depression, uh, it talks about uh, long periods of unemployment. Mm-hmm. It talks mm-hmm. about um, not having access to credit mm-hmm. and things like that. What? Well, that's normal conditions Every around day. this mug. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Yep. Every day is the definition of depression. Boy, blacks been constantly living in uh, depression. A depression. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Surviving depression our whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> when they talk about um, how once certain things start becoming 
popularized popularized in certain areas it becomes like an epidemic you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, and, and it, it's nothing new you know it's just new to the communities that is now affecting you know right. what i'm saying but we've been struggling and scraping and you know having to get it so it shows again you know what i mean mm-hmm. that fortitude yeah yeah that's good that's good but yeah then after that the world war ii came in the 40s yeah yeah you know the war comes in the 40s and um and, and he, the author just talking, you can find more on it, but he just talks about how, yeah, because Tulsa Industrial, you know, that they actually are able to thrive off of, you know, subsets of of uh, providing things that the war needed, you know, building it and making it and stuff. Um, and then, but then he goes into that shift of post-war, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And... Uh, black men who had fought mm. and lost friends and family and limbs and suffered PTSD and was ab- away from their family and went through everything that that every um, that every other man, you know what I'm saying, um, experienced during war. Them now coming back home and having and and feeling like when they were in a foreign land they were more at home than they were when they returned return to america uh from them still being treated uh bad and sometimes even worse because um uh white people would feel like they need to be knocked down a peg because mm-hmm. they did have uh some honor and pride in mm-hmm. them fighting for a country that said they were going to right wrongs and this was part of the first step so it was talking about that big shift that was that was happening and the psychology of what that means and uh, how that plays into it. But you being a war veteran, I'm pretty sure you can. I was waiting on you to uh, <laughs> CJ. Have you had any experience with this? I'm yes, I have. Sure you can open yeah. that up. Seeing as how I went to Iraq and Afghanistan, straight up. Um, it ain't got nothing on third war, but you know. Uh, <laughs> Um, nah, I feel that. Look, um, so by now you know that I used to hustle, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was hustling in the service. Mm. Like, I I had a trap in the service mm. while I was in the service. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, uh, I had switched over to reserves and doing that. Couldn't find nothing. Like, uh, Jay Z say, you know what I'm saying, I always knew I had skills, but I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't find nothing to, to put me on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. So, yeah. result back to knowing what I do know. Going for what you know. Yeah. <laughs> Going for what you know. And yeah. interesting story, bro. Like the, the crazy, the dynamics of that, and you got to read. Like if you get the book, Jay, they have a piece uh james baldwin's piece they put it mm-hmm. they put you know the it really explains mm-hmm. the the, the uh, mm-hmm. mind frame of a, a mm-hmm. black veteran coming back like that's a brilliant piece that's exactly how i felt mm-hmm. at the time look up james baldwin period if y'all ain't looked him up yet, just go to youtube type in james baldwin and he true amazing. story about jay with the nba so i was leaving my trap i was plunging and golfing in <laughs> houston you know what i'm saying <laughs> My military ID saved me. Really? Yeah. Like, I had just dropped off the woo-woo-woo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I pulled out to go get to, to go to go get some cigars, whatever. We about mm-hmm. to twist up. We about to do our thing. So, 
um, soon as I hit the uh, the stop sign coming out the apartment complex. Woo! Mm-hmm. Now I did, I did have a Cadillac. I did have some big rims on. Hi, I did. I was hotter than Hi. the hey, oven pan. Me, me, pick you know me. What I'm saying? <laughs> pull, pull me over, <laughs> sir. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Soon as I hit the the, the stop sign, woo, mm-hmm. I ain't even get a chance to turn. Woo. He been sitting on it anyway. Yeah, he's yeah. sitting on yeah. the crap. Yeah. You know what he I'm saying? He been sitting on it anyway. It was, it was acting real ignorant. We were shooting guns out the window <laughs> yeah. to let them know we ain't tripping over here. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, I pulled that. Boom. Pulled me over. He threw my partner in the car instantly. My partner ain't got no filter. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, threw yeah, my yeah. partner in the uh in the back seat, um, he put me in the back seat eventually too. Um, what saved me? I had my military. I was wearing an all black dicky suit. You know what I'm saying? I had a black dicky size, a black dicky shorts, black <laughs> black dicky uh, top, black dicky suits in the trap. I had a black uh, at, uh fitted hat on. Y'all rapping about it? I'm living I'm it. I'm living it for real. <laughs> I had my military ID inside of my. Dickie's pocket, you know the Dickie's top. Yeah, yeah, had the, yeah, yeah. Had the yeah. Thing, dog. Uh, so he had my head. I was handcuffed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ain't no Miranda rights. They don't care <laughs> nothing about that on Funge. <laughs> you know it saying? ain't like on, it ain't like on TV. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't like on TV. Them boys cover. Yeah, yeah. But that, he was like, you ain't got no ID, and you know that's a crime too. Failure yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. In Texas, yeah. So yeah. I was like, nah, it's in, it's in my, it's in my my pocket. Right my here. pocket. Yeah. I had my military ID. Mm. Pulled it out. Hmm. He's like, oh, you in the service? Like, I was like, yeah, man. I'm in the military. Yeah. Like, and he could pull it up. And it's something on their computers. They can see it, too. Oh, okay. I yeah, know like, yeah, yeah. I ain't know that either. Yeah, yeah. Until I was sitting in the back of the police car, <laughs> yeah. I could see the computer <laughs> <Yeah>. through the <laughs> window. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, man. It, uh... It's saying, man, he let me That's out, crazy. man. He was like, man, y'all, you need to get out of this neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not knowing that I'm the one supplying the neighborhood. <laughs> and from that day, and from that day, you never touched nothing again. You straightened up and you flew right, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. No comment. <laughs> hey, but look, but look. That so your thin, story, man. your story, right? But it all ties back because you see how he looked at you in that year. We ain't gonna say the years, but in that year, how he looked at you just because you had a military eye. Like that spoke, you know what I'm saying? Uh more than what even he was the situation spoke. That that spoke, you know what I'm saying? And you felt like because we talked before, you felt like you've earned it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For your military, you know, and every other veteran, you know what I'm saying? Man, has it's, earned it's a, it's a crazy what dynamic. that represents is what I'm saying. It's a crazy dynamic though, King, because if I would have got what I got from that, I wouldn't have had to start traveling. Mm. If that would have got, if, if I could have just went at a mm. decent job and said, hey, I'm a military veteran. Mm. I got this, I got that. Um... You know, are you guys hiring? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these, like these companies lying about mm-hmm. hiring veterans. Mm-hmm. If I could have did that, I wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. I could, I had other options. Right, right, you see right, what I'm right. Saying? But it's funny how that was the saving grace too. Right, it's right, an interesting right. Interesting dynamic. Yeah, at the same time, and, and see, that's the thing. Like, like uh, the Three Kings. You know, you know, the lawyer said we don't do no self pity. You know, and then yeah, like right. that. But we always, 
it's about knowing what's what. You feel right. what I'm saying? Just because this is what's oppressing and holding us down or whatever. Yeah, we're going to drive We're gonna drive all the attention to it. We're going to put all the lights on it and see all it. But that's not a reason for us to fall back and not, okay, because you talking about what you're talking about with your story. I don't even know you talked about this on the podcast before, but I know that you, because you posted this on your IG about being a company uh, wrongfully uh, that you had a company was uh, uh, racially de- uh, discriminating against blacks in the hiring process. Oh, yeah, yeah got yeah. jammed up, yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and had to come see you through that clash action lawsuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Chuck and him, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Chuck and had to come see me, <laughs> had to come see you doing the clash. And cla- guess what? That was crazy, that was during the same time period. So, you see, see, it, was, it ain't yeah. about excuses. It, uh, like another, in case you don't know what I'm talking facts. about, you feel um, me? we did an episode on Wells Fargo. And I ended up getting a letter from Wells Fargo after we did the after the episode after we did the episode, and there's a class action lawsuit lawsuit saying that they were discriminating against blacks who were qualified to work at Wells Fargo. Yeah, and back then I didn't even remember I tried to work <laughs> yeah, at yeah, Wells yeah, Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. But it was during that same time period where I say, "Forget it, I'm finna hit the trap." Yeah, yeah. And it that's was. what I'm saying is 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 not to be used as a excuse or a reason. Or, or yeah now you can but it's also to draw attention to now what we saying is a real thing you know what I'm saying not getting hired at certain places not having a certain respect with or without your degree or ID or whatever that's a real thing and yeah, I had a degree too yeah you feel what I'm saying <laughs> so wait, wait, whether you gonna you gonna eat or starve you know what I'm saying you gonna eat every time you know what I'm saying boy uh that sh- big shine line uh uh my uh, young boys care about eating more than they do about the charge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's really what it is, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to make sure my family tree got hammocks on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Now, um, so post post World War, you know, post post the World War Two or whatever. Tulsa continues to to thrive off of the direct back, you know what I'm saying, to that. Mm, um, sub-industries. Sub-industries and mm, stuff. Because they had factories around Tulsa, too. That's another thing y'all got to see. Yeah. There was factories there. It was very industrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, they would, so, it gets to the point in the 40s, you know what I mean, where they booming. Like, they, they looking good. You know what I mean? I, I want to be real clear, you know, after post black wall street, after they run it up, run it up, run it up. They, you know, they start getting to a point where they looking good, but then but it's the same format though. Mm-hmm. Like blacks wasn't getting paid a lot from these facts. It was still the same marginalized mm-hmm. employment, dis- uh, discrimination, skill, unskilled working mm-hmm. positions, mm-hmm. low wages, mm-hmm. but they was just making this shape mm-hmm. just like they did last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and then since they all stuck together mm-hmm. in the community, then that money was still circulating. It was little money or not, but a little money that continues to circulate mm-hmm. will have the effect of big money, bro. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's what was happening again. It just did same soup, just reheated. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. No, yeah. And so then when it starts to happen, um, in the fifties, they start to decline. Mm-hmm. Start to decline. Hard times. Yeah, the hard times start setting in in the fifties, and 
um, Hannibal Johnson does a great job of really, really expounding on it. But it's a few highlights. I, I throw out some that I remember. You throw out some you remember. So the decline starts to happen, um, you know, in the 50s. Now, one of the reasons, one of the reasons uh, that it starts to happen is based off of um, business changing in general. The, the mm-hmm. mom and pop versus the industry the, the like large the, franchise, the large franchise mm-hmm. and the, the, the big uh the big stores so that starts shifting from from that now all of the stores in Tulsa uh, in you know the Greenwood you know all of the black stores they you know mom and pop small mm-hmm. business so just the overarching um uh, you know how business is working starts to shift or whatever, right. so that affects them. Some of the main staples like boarding houses, you know what I'm saying? They become obsolete, they become obsolete mm-hmm. because now af- affordable housing for African Americans starts to come in place, right? Um, a big one we both can 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 probably want to jump on this one. It's the gift and the curse of desegregation. As well. Oh yeah, we're gonna take care of the other ones because we finna spend some time on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, so you have that, you know, the desegregation. You know, that starts to come in. Uh, starts to come into play. Um, and then you have the um, you have the 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 shift. The the the, the Arthur talks about um, the the economic shift, like the opportunity and economic mm-hmm. shift. You know what I'm saying? Where so everything was consolidated you know you gotta think about transportation mm-hmm. you got you know whether it be trains or buses or flights the systems like people are able to move around mm-hmm. more in 1950 than in 1920 mm-hmm. so you know what i'm saying you got a lot more through traffic and expansion and stuff like that um and then like i said the the segregation also this is 30 years after the riots mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you gotta think the pioneers of the riots the, the people that was <clears throat> in the ride, the movers and the shakers they was either retired or deceased mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm, 30 years mm-hmm. later they was in their prime you know in the 21 they was probably 40 34 years old mm-hmm. 40 years old in the riot mm-hmm. By the fifties, they seventy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you gotta think they either really, really slowing down, or they retired, or they deceased. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of like in the Bible when uh, when Moses uh, generation passed, or when Joshua generation passed. You know what I'm saying? The turnover from generation to the generation mm-hmm. after Joshua generation passed, boys start wilding. Right, right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, because right, they right, right. they lost. Yeah, everything that they had with the previous generations and the lessons. And then the, the, uh, with that, you got to think that the ability, the ability for a black entrepreneur in Greenwood to scale mm. was a lot l- less mm. uh, likely than his white counterpart. It was a ceiling of scalability so for your kids that's coming up you know what I'm saying in generations after it ain't like you can take uh you know what I'm saying Jay Jay's uh tax office is popping and so we finna franchise that all around Tulsa you know what I'm saying so you know that the 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 limits start to come into play too I imagine yeah and 
you can couple that with what we said earlier. A lot of businesses, the 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 type of business in general, just became obsolete. Mm-hmm, 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 so yeah, mm-hmm. I think in the forties, uh, Tulsa, and around World War Two, Tulsa had four hundred businesses listed in the Greenwood District. Yeah. Four hundred, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in that hood, four hundred mm-hmm. listed mm-hmm. businesses. Just just in the forties, just ten years earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, ain't nothing promised in business. It becomes obsolete. Yeah, because like no if you more. think about how you can have a store that's oh, this is the fabric store. You know what I'm saying? This is the shoe store. You know, this is this store, that store, that store. But then as you start getting the all inclusives, where you go to one stop shops, mm-hmm. you just knocked out five stores. You know what I'm saying? By the big the big businesses coming in with. The, the Walmarts of their time. That's what time, I was about to say. You, know? you got to look at what year, exact year Walmart came in. I can't remember. I can Walmart look it up. I think in 60s, the right? Too. I look it up. You got it, though. Um, so, yeah. Um, while he's doing that, let's get on this integration, right? That was like, ugh. Man, at first, I never thought it sounded like somebody brought this to my attention. Dr. Claude Anderson. Brought this to my attention. 1962, Walmart. Oh, okay. Rogers, so, Arkansas. I was finna blame it on Sam. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm gonna let that man rest. Um, Claude Anderson says, say, you know, he talks about the, he was the first person I ever heard talk about the effects of integration and how it like broke down our structure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. see people say, um, black coffee gets weaker when you add milk. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a curse and a blessing like Hannibal Johnson says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think. One of the main things we know of civil rights is the bus boycott, right? Mm -hmm. And they were bus boycotting because they wanted to ride that bus. Mm -hmm. Well, you want to ride the bus with the whites. Mm Mm-hmm. What happens to Simon Barry's bus line? When that happens, right. When they integrate, and now y'all get to ride mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the whites. And now it's not, you don't have any exclusivity mm-hmm. to ride in yours, and we're not running up mm-hmm. the money on our transportation system. What happens to his? Yeah. It normally yeah. declines. Now the white bus service has whites and blacks. Right, right, right. So theirs right. go up, and I was flatlined. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Not, it's not that it's... Uh, trying to be a bad thing is just what happens is big bank will take little bank. Yeah, because you know big saying? bank is usually more convenient. It's cheaper. It's uh, more up to date. Is it has a lot more check marks because it got a lot more money, a lot more time, like like a lot more ability to scale. You know what I'm saying? It was the same thing. The same issue I had with the black owned bank. Right. The same right. exact thing. Right. Man, yeah. that's good. That's good. So on page one thirteen. Uh, Hannibal Johnson he goes into it mm-hmm. like he he tells like w- why um, segregation is a, a cursing and a, a blessing a, a blessing and a curse so I'm, I'm gonna read a little bit of that real quick uh, it says segregation turned out to be a double edged sword mm-hmm. at once a curse and a blessing for the African American community segregation central racist premises that African Americans were birth inferior and that race mixing tainted and tarnished whites it fell gradually into disrepute as minds changed so did economic interests and incentives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? So it says the black market, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the mass economic interest. I mean, I'm sorry, the the black market, the mass of African American consumers, not previously cultivated by white merchants, suddenly became fair game mm-hmm. in a desegregated marketplace. As segregation ended, white merchants broke the virtual lock on the black dollars that the once insecular African-American community held. Ultimately, the outflow of black dollars from the Greenwood District first drip by drip, then in a steady stream, and finally in torrents, left a parched, barren wasteland. Falling, falling, failing businesses, deserted streets, and vacant buildings. The opening up of Tulsa's economy afforded African Americans choice. At the same time, it eliminated self-sufficiency by forcing the smaller, often undercapitalized, sometimes marginal African Americans businesses out of the market. Yeah, Man. perfectly describes what perfectly happened. Perfectly describes perfectly describes what happens so that's where we at right now yeah like (laughs) that's the question because the the main question can we rebuild can we rebuild black wall street can we can we 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 desegregate it how does that even happen though (laughs) like how how what has what happens in 2021 where Oh, anything that remotely looks like a Black Wall Street exists, based off of what you just read, based off of the, off of we doing our whiteboard, we got a bullet point, and that is one of the, you know, what I'm saying it's one of the issues. Choice. How does, how does that? Yeah. How because does, one thing that, um, black consumers, it's not just black consumers, minority consumers in general say. Um, customer service this customer service mm-hmm. that and that's why I just go here that's why I just go there but these are not these are consumers that are seeing that right they're not business owners that are seeing that right see when you have when you step on the other side of the table you'll realize like I have cost structure I have overhead I have things that are undercapitalized like the book said like I don't have the funding for certain things to make it the best pleasurable experience that you ever had. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I got to start off with my sister mm-hmm. or my brother who don't necessarily want to do that. They might, right. they might have wanted to go off to college. Right, right, right. But now we got this family business that we're trying to make. So yeah, she going to have a, a little attitude mm-hmm. but she got to work for the family business mm-hmm. when she really, it was her desire to burn off. Yeah. So it's like, it, those are the hidden dynamics behind the black owned business that make it Seem like man, what well, is it? Seem like black business can't never get mm-hmm, to where it is, mm-hmm. but you gotta take a take the mask off and step behind it. Because mm-hmm. when you get on the other side of the table, you'll realize then, and then you're more subject, you're more likely to have patience mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with it. Like mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, I understand the dynamic. So yeah, I'm gonna have patience with you. I might even so sometimes when I patronize black owned businesses. I'm going to say, you know, I offer suggestions. Hey, man, you know, this something that might help y'all out. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Think about this, think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's you good. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, great. And what's your thoughts? Yeah. I, I think that I don't know because you got to ask, all right, do I even want to build black business, black community, like black, 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 do think it starts there. Is that even a desire of 
uh, a majority of black people or is the majority of black people you know whoever getting it is getting it whether you black white or purple whoever got the best you got the best whoever is popping you popping because if I'm, if the majority of us don't have a focus uh what is it uh clarity uh, of purpose you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying that is focused on building black buying black then we don't even we stop before we get started you know what i'm saying and i don't know if that is because it has to be very intentional black wall street was built through forced intention forced intention you see what i'm saying so now we have a choice so we have it would be selective it would be Mm -hmm. selected intention Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying to do we have a choice right now right you know what i mean so things start if things keep going the way they're going and things don't get better who's to say we don't who's to say we're not gonna go back to a place where we don't have choice right it's gonna take longer to get there because we all spread out and it's some people that just think they ain't gotta right uh um converse with their people mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what i'm saying mm-hmm. now uh, the interesting thing about black wall street doctors lawyers and the common man the 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 maid they lived in the same hood right 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 so right, you gotta right. think about that they was right next to each other. it wasn't no oh i'm higher than you oh i'm in a gated community yeah uh get your tax bracket up right you right 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 you can't you can't so live that's, over see, here that's even deeper see, because it's, it's you dynamic, get that relationship dynamic we ain't gotta do that no more yeah. i can live anywhere i want to live right i ain't gotta live in this certain area mm-hmm. no more there's dynamics in there also yeah. um you gotta think that it there is always um the the truth of the matter is bro when you're a black owner, black business owner, you could say, oh, no, I'm not limiting my product. I'm not limiting my service to just blacks. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is your warm market is all black. Right, right, right. So, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, so like right, that, right. you just have to be real with yourself. Now, preferably, you expand and you gain different clientele. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is we starting with our mama and our sister mm-hmm. and our family and then we keep going until we can branch out do you think you will see in your lifetime a black wall street again or a greenwood district do you think that, that I think you there are that? I think there are black wall streets that we just don't know about really saying you saying like blocks and stuff mm-hmm. of like like um it might not be it might not be 33rd war it might not be 35 blocks put together yeah 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 but yeah. i think i think there are cutouts um it uh, when i say that i mean congregation of of successful black people oh yeah that happens yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure for sure like, yeah yeah you got yeah. a baldwin hills out in cali yeah 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 you know what yeah. i used to watch a little show on bt <laughs> you know what i'm saying i used to be like man I, i'm gonna come up like them one day you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah 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 uh you got a little cutouts man atlanta got spots yeah um you got you got cutouts yeah 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 i think it's a it's an interesting conversation i think it's a real real deep conversation and I, the last thing I say about it is that I think part of it is going to have to be that infrastructure because I believe that before a person, before the, the coming, the, the coming person, if we broad stroking this, before they care about 
oh if it's black owned or if it's uh made in the u.s or if it's because mm-hmm. the question is gonna be is it convenient and is it cost efficient you know what i'm saying people ain't gonna care about you black owned mm-hmm. if you ain't convenient and cost efficient you feel mm-hmm. me because it's gonna be self-preservation you feel for me so for real. like with 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 the uh, greenwood bank you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's that's supposed to lunch at the beginning you know what i'm saying we gonna be on it boys you know gonna be on it mm-hmm. but if they not and i'm not saying this about them they, they I, i'm hoping they will be i'm just using them as an example if they not on point where you know up to the standard of today's you know um um expectation boys ain't finna just stay down anyway and i think that is what it really comes down to i don't i just don't believe that people in general or at the, with so much convenience at our fingertips or or in a position to be like I'm going to suffer through um these different uh things because I just want to and you know what I'm saying yeah, nah, the only way you're gonna that. do that is if it's on your mind capitalism yeah. and convenience is gone uh, overshadowed every time let's just be I'm, real I'm sorry but every time let's just I be just real. believe that <laughs> All right, let's move it. Let's move it. Uh, unless you got something else, let's move it to uh, urban renewal. Because yeah, 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 that's that's where he um goes with. He talks about so, so he, so so he, he talks about the continual kind of downtick of um the Greenwood District, um and this store and this kind of this this mirrors a lot of um urban or, or poor or lower class as they call it lower income uh areas uh, around the nation he talks about urban renewal and uh, he says specifically urban renewal renewal conceived as a means by which uh to rehabilitate and redevelop uh deteriorated or distressed urban areas often misses the mark Mm -hmm. many of the inner city areas target for urban renewal were poor black or both as a result urban renewal had significant uh, implications for race relations. Dr. John Sibley Butler observed, urban renewal did little to enhance race relations. Indeed, combined with the expansion of expressway systems, urban renewal added further stress to an already unstable community. So, So, the basis of what he talks about is how in an attempt to revitalize, mm-hmm. you know, through urban renewal, what they say is, oh, we finna take this broke down area and we gonna build it up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's broke down, we gonna build it up. We always hear about gentrification. That's, that may be a better, you know, word that has a connotation that's similar to gentrification. We gonna build it up. But when that happens, what it does is it... Uh, causes that area to go from one extreme to the next the pendulum swings to mm-hmm. the next extreme it doesn't take the 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 poor area and raise the poor area and the people and the community to the standards of it being renewed it doesn't do that to the people it does it to the structures and it it runs systems through it mm-hmm. so therefore the people 
are still now they just can't, it's just out of reach for nothing, them. Nothing about them changed. Yeah, nothing about them yeah. changed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's out of reach for them. So they end up, um, uh, they end up getting pushed out in different ways, whether it be their business, whether it be their home, or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so he spends this part of the chapter just really hitting on it from different areas of the concept of urban renewal is not the renewal of the people. It's the renewal of the land and the systems right. for whoever else is finna come in. And that's why it ends up looking like gentrification all the mm-hmm. time. Because you didn't you didn't focus on putting programs around the development of the people there. Right. 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 So that's why and then it's it's not gonna do nothing but make them feel depressed. Cause now they can't afford now they're being priced out of the neighborhood that they grew up in you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that they have pride in mm-hmm. so you didn't really do anything you kind of hustling backwards if you was really trying to help the people right 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 yeah. right right exactly 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 um and so so yeah so unfortunately that that starts to that happens you know what i'm saying that continues to take place in um the greenwood district and in the area um and it's not until i believe the 70s mm-hmm. where um we start to see a turnaround we start to see a basically a a, a movement to save and preserve and um what they would call now historical district historical yeah. that's a great that, mm-hmm. that's yeah that's yeah. what i thought yeah. about when yeah. i read yeah. like that's because yeah. we have those in houston um they have historical districts where you can't touch the real estate in a certain way mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you buy it uh, you, they'll give you a tax credit for it now so y'all might want to look that up mm-hmm. uh historical district properties mm-hmm. but um trump and, did to his mansion yeah you know whatever uh, <laughs> but you can't touch it you have to you have to you have to keep it uh, uh, a mass majority of the house in its original form right you can fix it up but it has to be the original way right right because right, it's historic right. yeah. um but yeah so you have those districts coming up but that's gonna make them them prices go through the roof bro yeah when they become historic. when they become labeled yeah. historic districts yeah, right? yeah 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 we gotta we gotta uh historic the historical heights Mm-hmm. In uh in Houston, um and um it, we always hear tell about how the heights it used to just be you know worth a couple of dollars. Now if you want to live in the historical heights, you're gonna have to pay that bread for it. Um and so it's, it's true everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he talks about that. Talks about that the Mackey um the Mackey uh house mm-hmm. um they 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 end up um the red brick house the red that brick I was house telling you about. Yeah. yeah they preserve that mm-hmm. um and ultimately um one of the staples uh ends up being the greenwood um um cultural center mm-hmm. uh the greenwood cultural center uh and it basically was a uh, in the 1980s, in the 1980s, the Greenwood Chamber of Commerce secured a 3.5 billion dollar grant for the economic development uh, from the Economic Development Administration to develop the Greenwood Cultural Center. Mm-hmm. The renaissance of the Greenwood District had begun, um, and so it basically uh, embodies just that the culture of Greenwood uh, that dates back from its inception, um, and yeah. That that it it was, it was from the wow. You can take it back to the early 1900s all the way up to 
the fifties really was their run. They had some nice hell of a knots, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and wickedness and you know what I'm saying? Destruction. But that but that ultimately was their run until and then that fifties through the seventies was the downturn and then it starts to become more of a But that a story. They, what happens what I think happened, bro, is they in the fifties they started to look, to look like the rest of America. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Partly, like, partly not not by choice. Yeah. You know, some of it was, some of yeah, it wasn't. They just started to look like cause they they stood out so much mm-hmm. in the eight in the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. And then at the end, they just they succumb to the rest of what was happening in America. Yeah, they just yeah. start to look like any other city. Yeah, and it's tough because, I you know, this is something. This is over. You know, what's happening in Greenwood may not be happening in the, in, in Chicago, or may not be happening mm-hmm. in Kansas City, or may not, it may or may not, right? True. But ultimately, when you have laws being passed, um, they can be passed on the federal level, mm-hmm. you know? So even in Greenwood, if you're like, nah, we don't want this, that, and the third, well, when federal desegregation laws get passed, mm-hmm. you know, cause, because every place not a Greenwood. So in some areas... In, in a lot of areas, the reason why you don't want to white this and a black that, because the black one is always trash. Mm-hmm. The black bathroom, the black movie theater, the black restaurants, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna always be lower on the tier, uh, lower on the on the totem poles, you know. So it's like, well, if we bring it together, then mm-hmm. we can, you know, my kids can go to a good school as well and get a good education. Right. So if we not popping like Greenwood, we want segregation. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But on a federal level, when laws are passed, everybody gotta get down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um well, eventually, you know. <laughs> um, get down and lay down. Word to beans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beanie Mac. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? So that 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 was an amazing chapter. Um Jay, you got the you got the mic, man. You got anything you last quote, I think to end this, the final quote from uh Juanita Hopkins, which is a survivor from the riot. She came back later. She said after the riot, Tulsa rebuilt from the ashes. In fact, the Greenwood district after the riot was even more impressive than before the riot. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, bounce back game. Reading is fundamental, dog. Man, say it one more time. Reading is fundamental. Pay attention. I'm talking to you and me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, it shows us the big picture. It's big picture plays, man. Man. It's you got. It's macro. You know what I mean? It's it's not. It's the war ain't ran. The the war is not won. You know what I'm saying? In a small battle. You feel me? It's it's the whole. It's the whole thing. It's the whole picture, you know, and understanding that. And I feel like if 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 you don't get nothing else, if I don't get nothing else from this book, it's just the resilience, man. Mm. Like the resilience to come back, rebuild, do it again, do it again, do it again. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly, you know, that's exactly what they did, man. Dope. Well, Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all rocking with us for another episode um, as we breaking down the book Black Wall Street from Riot to Renaissance. This was the regeneration. Next week, we'll be talking about the Renaissance. It says Renaissance, a new birth, rebirth, uh, revival 
a renaissance. Uh, if this was your first time, appreciate you, baby. You know what I'm saying? We glad to have Much you. Love. You know what I mean? If you are OG, OG, triple OG, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hit us up. Let us know how, how, how you feeling. Um, make sure you rate, review, um, and hit us. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. Six if you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make sure you hit us on IG um, at Literacy Kings. Um, and check the show notes for, you know, um, links to anything we're talking about and surprises. Uh, until then, we are the Literacy Kings. Love. Love. Now, reading is fundamental. fundamental.